Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangroofern.com He is an editor of Pod News, a daily podcast newsletter. He's also a radio futurologist, a writer, consultant, and public speaker on radio's future. He has worked in radio and audio since 1989 as an awarding-winning copywriter, radio presenter, and internet strategist. Everyone, please welcome James Cridland. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's very kind of you. That's uh, that's uh, really good, and it's really good um, to uh, be here, and uh, really good to be speaking at a conference in my own time zone. Normally, I'm up at about two thirty in the morning, uh, but because I'm uh, all the way in uh, sunny uh, Queensland here in Australia, then I get to uh, talk on my own uh, time zone for once, which is uh, a wonderful thing. Now, uh, hopefully, I have uh, shared. My- oh, yes, I have. There you go. Fantastic. Um, so uh, this is going to be all about what's new in podcasting and why you should care uh, about it. Um, so uh, firstly, just let me um, uh, just let me acknowledge that I'm on Turbal and Jagera land um, and I pay my respects to their elders past, present and future. Um, my other job is a radio futurologist. Um, I do uh, all kinds of things for radio companies across the world. But as you've just heard, I'm also the editor of podnews.net, which is a uh, daily podcast newsletter, which you should get. Uh, it's free. Um, you can subscribe to it at podnews.net, uh, and that would be a wonderful thing. There's an awful lot of news out there. So today what I was going to do is to quickly go through some of that news um, and really highlight why you should care about it, what's important in terms of some of the recent news which has uh, come out. And I know that Sharon has just shown you a ton of graphs. Good news. I'm going to show you a ton of graphs, um, but I'm going to squ- quickly switch uh, through uh, some of these. These are uh, the very latest uh, uh, numbers from uh, Edison Research in the U.S. showing how uh, podcast listening is happening over there and happening quite well. Uh, 41% of Americans are listening to uh, a podcast every month, which is a good number, more than 116 million of those. And podcast listening is pretty big across the world. Um, there's quite a lot of data from uh, different countries. Uh, here's lots of data from the UK. Look at all of that. Um, the exciting thing about this data is that it is all increasing. The slightly frustrating thing about this data from somebody that writes about it every day is that it's all different. Um, and because it's worked out in a different way, this data is not compatible with the data that you've just seen from Edison Research, which is not compatible with the data that you might see from uh, other people as well. So just be careful when you're comparing individual stats, uh, because that's not particularly helpful. Um, we, uh, as Sharon was saying, we will be having the Edison Research Infinite Dial uh, study for, for Australia coming up relatively uh, soon. 
There also used to be data from the ABC, but um, the pandemic has uh, put a, a kibosh on uh, much of that. So, um, so, so that's a shame. But there is a bunch of very useful data. It's this data, though, that I would just like to highlight. And this is showing the growth of podcasts and indeed the growth of spoken word generally. So over the last six years, the amount of music that we listen to has gone down. Uh, this is American data, but there's no reason to say that it's any different anywhere else in the world. The amount of spoken words that we listen to has gone up and the amount of audio that we've uh, that we listen to has actually gone up overall as well. And that's particularly the case in young uh, audiences as well. 13 to 34. I was young once. Um, and uh, you can see that there's a tremendous increase there, 83 percent in terms of the amount of spoken word that is listened to. And it's coming from. AMFM radio, uh, predominantly. Um, so you can see that if you, uh, with my radio hat on, you can see that there's definitely something worthwhile looking at here in terms of podcasting, because podcasting is all spoken word. Uh, currently, there's uh, no uh, music uh, podcasting uh, out there. Uh, and that's important just to understand that the world of podcasting is still growing uh, and the world of podcasting will uh, continue to see nice, slow, steady growth as we move forward. And that's uh, definitely a good thing. The amount of podcasting is also going up as well. Um, this is the latest figure um, that was, uh, what, a couple of weeks ago now. We have hit 2 million shows in Apple Podcasts. There's about 2.4 million in the podcast index as well. A load of uh, content there. Now, some of that content might not be very good. Some of that content might only be one show, um, uh, one episode in a show. But nevertheless, there's still an awful lot of uh, detail and an awful lot of information there in terms of of um, uh, in terms of the amount of podcasts which are now uh, out there. If you want to make a great podcast, um, you want to make sure that you are in the Apple Podcasts top 200, then if I were you, I would make a podcast about swimming because there are only 173 uh, shows in that category so far, so you're guaranteed a spot <laughs> in the 200 if you do that. Um, but, uh, yeah, lots of podcasts out there. And there's also been, of course, lots of advertising for podcasts as well. Uh, advertising for podcasts um, that you see all over the place. Um, this is a, a roadside billboard in the U.S. Uh, for the daily. And here are two photographs promoting Spotify podcasts. The one on the right um, promote, uh, was uh, in Chicago when I was there about uh, two or three years ago. Uh, do you remember air travel? Um, and the one on the on the left uh, is here in Brisbane um, promoting a case file a couple of years ago when I took that photograph as well. Spotify is very much diving into this world, as you've heard with um, with uh, Sharon and uh, Sharon's figures um, uh, for uh, Spotify um, are uh, what most people uh, show. But I'll show you a couple of other um, uh, sets of uh, data about how Spotify is doing. The big thing, of course, last year was that Spotify bought uh, Joe Rogan, and uh, Joe Rogan is now uh, one of the most uh, one of the most um, you, you know biggest podcasts on uh, Spotify. Um, they bought that podcast for one hundred million dollars, which is quite a thing. 
So how are people listening to podcasts? You sure you saw some numbers from Omni Studio uh, just then. Let me show you some numbers from Libsyn, uh, which is the second largest paid podcast host out there. They say that Apple Podcasts and iTunes together, 64.3% of all downloads. Spotify being next uh, with 9.7%. These are uh, numbers from September, although the numbers haven't changed uh, that much. Google Podcasts is the third biggest podcast app out there. Um, I think Omni also showed that data as well uh, at a, roughly around 2% um, of all uh, downloads. And then you've got everything else. Um, clearly, I used to be... Um, uh, a big fan of Pac-Man. Uh, so you've got things like Podcast Addict and Overcast and CastBox, but you've also got a ton of other podcast apps uh, in there. This data is only for mobile um, uh, downloads. This data isn't actually IB certified um, for what it matters, um, and 62% of Libsyn's downloads are from the US. So this is a very much a US focus. My guess is that Australia is not much different to the US in that we have a very similar uh, mix of iPhone and Android here. It's about 50-50. Uh, whereas in most parts of the world, it's a very different story. Uh, iPhone is very small and Android is very big. And you may have noticed that Apple Podcasts is not available on Android phones, at least not yet. Uh, so clearly Apple Podcasts won't be very big in places like mainland Europe, particularly places like Spain, for example, which is only 20 percent um, uh, iPhone. Uh, here's a contrasting view. Uh, this is uh, the data from Buzzsprout for last month, and they show Spotify as being the number one podcast app, Apple Podcasts as being the number two, and still Google Podcasts being uh, number three in terms of total downloads. Um, they are working them out in a slightly different way. I am asking lots of questions to try and find out uh, about these particular numbers. Uh, one thing I have... Um, discovered from my own data work is that a lot more Buzzsprout shows are in Spotify than um, uh, than Libsyn. Libsyn have about half of their shows are in Spotify. For Buzzsprout, it's nearly 90%. So there is a big difference there. Uh, and you can clearly, you know, see that that may well have an impact on these uh, numbers as well. Uh, what else have I got for you? Oh, yes, this is showing the difference between downloads that we've just seen. 61% say PodTrack in the US for Apple Podcasts, 9% for Spotify and audience. And this is, I think, one of the big stories that is coming out that actually Spotify is pretty close in terms of audience, in terms of human beings, in terms of the total number of human beings every month that are using these particular tools. Spotify has a quarter of the audience. Apple has a third of the audience. So a third of all podcast listeners are using Apple to listen to their podcasts. A quarter of all podcast listeners are using Spotify. They just don't listen to as many shows, but that's fine. We should probably be focusing on audience, I would argue, rather than downloads. Uh, and in that case, the numbers are very, very much uh, closer. And I talked about um, non-US uh, data and indeed non-Australian data uh, here because it is going to be different. Here's an example of how different it is. This is um, data from Czech Radio. And uh, you can see the purple is the Apple Podcasts. The green is the Spotify and the uh, sort of orangey color is Google Podcasts. And you can see that they've seen a dramatic increase in the amount of downloads to their podcasts from Spotify. And uh, yes, Apple is still is still increasing, but not uh, nowhere near as much. 
Um, so what does that tell you as a podcaster? Well, I, I, I'll show you one more thing first, which is just that Spotify listeners are different to Apple listeners. It may come as a, a massive surprise <laughs> to learn this. But Apple um, listeners are mostly, you know, they love, they love their news. They love their society and their culture. Spotify listeners like comedy and they like sport. And you can see there's a big, big difference here. This is data from Podigy, which is a German podcast host. Um, what does that tell you? It tells you that Spotify listeners are very different to Apple ones. Um, and that may explain some of the Buzzsprout information, that there may be less news because Buzzsprout is uh, really an independent podcast host. There may be rather less news on the Buzzsprout platform than there is uh, on, uh, say, uh, Libsyn or indeed uh, Omni, which is uh, mostly enterprise um, uh, customers. So maybe that might explain some of the differences. But what does all this mean to you as a podcaster? It means if you're going to promote a podcast, please don't promote just Apple podcasts. Please don't link to Apple podcasts because it's fine if you've got one of these. Absolutely fine if you've got an Apple device. It's not so fine if you've got one of these, a Google Pixel, a real phone, not a toy phone, um, because you can't use an Apple Podcasts link on a Google uh, phone. So therefore, um, make sure that you are promoting, at the very least, Apple and Spotify. Shut up, Google. Good Lord. Let me just uh, stop my Google from... Uh, shut up. The second one. Shut up. Uh, where were we? Oh, yes. So at the very minimum, promote three different ways of listening to your podcasts. Apple, Google and Spotify. They are the number. They are the top three podcast apps, according to everyone out there. We may disagree with the order in which they're in, but we should still remember Apple, Google, and Spotify. Make sure that you are promoting all three of those. Never only link to Apple because you're basically saying to 80% of the world, I don't care if you can't listen. And that's a bad thing. So make sure that you're doing that. I would also recommend these things, QR codes. Now, uh, two years ago, no one knew what QR codes were. Um, but now, uh, especially here in Australia, we have to use a QR code every time we want a cup of coffee or to sit down and have a burger in Hungry Jack's. So um, everybody understands how QR codes work. If you were to scan this QR code now, then I think it takes you, I hope it takes you to the Pod News podcast. Um, and it will do that automatically, regardless of whether or not you're on an Apple phone or an Android phone. Um, and uh, everybody understands how these things work. So if you're doing promotion of your podcast on leaflets, if you're doing promotion of your podcasts on other devices and other um, on posters uh, and that sort of thing, the QR code is your friend, I would say. Um, but also podcasts are coming into a lot of other other places as well. Um, this is a new Apple Podcasts device that happens to have a Porsche car attached. Uh, it looks very fancy. Um, and my guess is that we will see podcasts built into an awful lot of more devices as we move into the rest of uh, 2021 as well, uh, including these um, annoying uh, um, smart uh, speakers uh, as well, which at the moment don't really um, count for very much podcast consumption. But who knows, they might do uh, rather more uh, in the, the fullness of time. 
Um, we've heard an awful lot about stats. I, one, one of the things I was going to show you is um, some of the uh, demographic information that Sharon was talking about in the uh, Spotify um, uh um, uh, area apparently it's all blokes that listen to pod news for some reason don't don't understand why uh, and they're all younger than me don't understand why that is either uh, what you also get from uh, the spotify dashboard is you get what music they like um so fleetwood mac can you west oh dear oh dear anyway uh if you're interested in that sort of thing then you can find that in your spotify podcasters portal what else is going on in terms of uh, podcasting? Well, this man has got involved again. He is the podfather. He is Adam Curry. Adam Curry, um, depending on who you listen to, is the person that invented podcasts and also the person that got podcasts into uh, the Apple iPod all the way back in July of 2005. He has jumped back into podcasting with a vengeance. And one of the reasons why is that he is becoming more concerned about uh, cancel culture and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, and he's also getting more concerned about uh, how you um, how podcasters earn money. Because he says that uh, if you look at podcasting um, uh, that is uh, earned by advertising, then essentially you get a little bit of censorship in there. Certainly, um, I have one podcast that I do, which is sponsored by Buzzsprout. And I have to be very polite when I'm talking about Buzzsprout in there. I don't, I, I'm still, you know, relatively questioning of them, but I, I also have to just bear in mind at the back of my head that Buzzsprout is paying for this. Um, so I think he's got a point. So one of the things that um, Adam Curry has done is, firstly, he's done a thing called the Podcast Index, which is an open index that anybody can be in. You're probably in there, but you should you should check. Um, and a really easy way to make sure that you are in the Podcast Index directory is to just search for your podcast on Pod News. And as soon as you click into that podcast page, it will automatically subscribe you. If you, uh, it will automatically add your podcast if you're not there, um, because you know, because we're kind like that. Um, so that's one of the things that he's done um, to perhaps protect the industry just in case Apple was to turn around and say, you can't use our directory anymore. But the other thing he's done is to uh, fix um, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in with podcasts. So there's a uh, larger number of and as you listen to, you can give the creators of those podcasts a little bit of Bitcoin. It's called a sat. It's a tiny amount of Bitcoin. And the longer you listen, the more sats that they get. Um, there's all kinds of detail about this in recent episodes of uh, Pod News, and I would recommend that you go and um, and uh, have a peek on that. It's free if you want to add your podcast in there uh, so that you can begin earning a little bit of uh, money. It is still a little bit at the moment. It's not that much, um, but it's still certainly worthwhile knowing about um and uh you know in terms of i i enabled one of my shows uh for that what um 10 uh, uh 10 days or so ago and uh, that show has already earned me four dollars thirty and that's australian dollars so it's uh, even less than you in initially thought but nevertheless it's still additional money and who knows what might happen in the future as that begins to ramp up a few other things that's going on in the podcast world. One of them is music. Um, the RIAA, which is the American Record um, 
uh, industry are getting uh, fiercer and fiercer in terms of unauthorized music use in podcasts. If you want to use music in podcasts, the quick answer is you can't. Um, don't do that. That would be a mistake. Um, there are some fair use uh, rules, fair dealing here in Australia, but even so, um, uh, you you need to be really sure of yourself. Um, so if you're using music in your podcasts, the RIAA will find you and will shut you down. So be cautious of that. Another thing going on in the podcasting world at the moment is um, both a lot of um, uh, of uh, um, of of money going into um, content. So particularly the New York Times that bought Serial uh, a couple of months ago, but also um, you're seeing an awful lot of talent agencies getting involved with podcast networks as well. Wonder Media, for example, uh, shown here signing with WME, which is a big Los Angeles-based talent agency. Why are they doing that? Well, they're doing that because they see there being real opportunity in taking great podcasts and turning them into TV and into movies as well. Um, so just worthwhile uh, keeping an eye on that sort of thing. One of the big changes going on in podcasting right now is the growth in non-English podcast launches. Um, the amount of new shows last year that weren't in English was more than the amount of new shows last year that was in English. Uh, so an awful lot of them, particularly if you look at places, um, uh, places in uh, Asia, uh, in India as well, a tremendous growth in the amount of podcasts uh, there. There are a bunch of um, Indian and Asian podcast apps that you should be on. One of them is called Ghana. One of them is called GeoSavan. Um, your podcast uh, host has probably already got a list of those, but um, uh, if not, uh, then you'll find a list on uh, the Pod News website as well. And it's really worthwhile you making sure that you're listed in some of these other apps as well, because you will get a large amount of uh, downloads from some of these uh, Asian podcast apps, in particular Ghana. Uh, so certainly worthwhile having a look at. And Ghana, by the way, in this case, is spelled G-A-A-N-A-A, i.e. it's spelled wrong. Uh, Sharon was talking about the podcast Ranker uh, that uh, Triton put together. Um, there's both one for here in Australia, but there's uh, also podcast Rankers for Latin America and for the US as well from uh, Triton. There's also Rankers from PodTrack as well. The one thing that I would point out on all of these, um, as Sharon did, is that they are uh, participating publishers only, so they are incomplete. And in particular, the Australian Podcast Ranker, and this is the very latest uh, uh, data, the Australian Podcast Ranker does not include the largest podcaster in the country, which is the ABC, um, through no fault of anybody's really. Um, but uh, it's just worthwhile remembering that uh, the ABC is significantly higher um, than any of the shows uh, that you see uh, here. Um, there is, though, a big list of uh, shows, which I'll show you in a minute, which is um, an actual ranker. Um, here's some other data which I find really interesting, and that's the opportunities that we have, particularly in Australia, in uh, making sure that um, uh, that we uh, look at other places in the world to listen to our shows. There aren't too many of us here in Australia. There's about 29 million of us, um, whereas, of course, there are many more people who, who understand English across the world. This is a list, and this is uh, from 2019, but this is a list of the most popular podcasts subscribed to 
in Pocket Casts. And you can see that there's a worldwide list on one side, the UK list, and then an Australian list. Let me color all of the podcasts here that come from the US in yellow. And you'll see that, goodness, there's an awful lot of them. There's an awful lot of US influence coming into the Australian market, coming into the US market, uh, into the UK market and other things as well. Just worthwhile bearing in mind that uh, there is no reason why our podcasts, some of our big podcasts can't be large in the UK, can't be large across the world as well. And just worthwhile bearing in mind that your audience is a global audience and not just an audience uh, based here in Australia, if you're an Australian watching. Here's that list that I promised, and it's a, a list of the actual most listened to podcasts in 2020. This is put together by Edison Research with Triton Digital. And what Edison uh, did with this is they asked 8,000 podcast listeners what shows they listened to, which is a very statistically uh, accurate number. And uh, they've come back with these numbers. Um, now, what this might show you is, of course, what podcasts are always publishing, uh, because if you're going to ask over a year, over a period of a year, then you do need to obviously be still there um, throughout that entire year. But you can see that Joe Rogan is still doing quite well. Uh, the Daily, Crime Junkie, This American Life, and so on and so forth. Uh, one of the things that comes out of this chart is that actually a podcast might not be what you or I consider to be a podcast. A lot of people who say that they listen to the Joe Rogan experience are watching it on YouTube or watching the clips on YouTube. So just worthwhile bearing in mind that actually uh, podcasts may not necessarily be just audio uh, podcasts too. Another thing which is um, really coming up is the idea of um, dynamic content, dynamic uh, advertising. Yes, sure. So when we listen to podcasts here, we might hear uh, ads for Noodlebox and goodness knows what else, whereas uh, in the US they'll hear ads for Geico and for and for weird mattresses. Um, but it's also being used now more and more for content as well. Here's an example. This is a podcast that comes out of the U.S. called Consider This. Um, if you listen to Consider This in Chicago, you will hear a slightly different version than if you were listening in L.A. or in Dallas because they put local news in there as well, which is a very neat and clever idea. Um, dynamic content in this way, I think, will be a big change to how we make podcasts in the future. And I'm really looking forward to seeing some of the clever things that we do with dynamic content insertion, uh, which is the technical name uh, for this. Here's an example from Australia, The Quickie, uh, which is a daily podcast from Mamma Mia here. Um, now, what it does is it has um, a uh, it starts with news headlines and it then goes into a deep dive on some topic that you might be interested in uh, hearing about, like the Duke of Edinburgh's life, or indeed something that you might be interested in hearing about. Um, but nevertheless, um, it starts with that little um, uh, news headlines thing. But what they do with it is that they or they dynamically insert those news, those news headlines. So it doesn't matter if you go back to a podcast three weeks ago, you will still hear the latest news headlines followed by whatever uh, topic they were actually talking about on that day. A really clever way of using dynamic content uh, insertion. Uh, and here's one other idea which I launched as an April Fool's joke. It's a podcast called Pod Clock. I would heartily recommend it. 
Um, it's a podcast. It's a podcast that tells you the time, basically. Um, I did it because I was just uh, interested in working out whether or not you could build a dynamic content insertion tool uh, such as that, um, because I thought that that would be a a uh, fun thing to uh, have a play with. Um, but certainly that uh, is another way of using uh, dynamic uh, content, you know, of course, uh, as well. So uh, you can do some clever and crafty things like, for example, being able to say hello to people, good morning, good afternoon. You can do things like, you know, um, you can talk about things happening here in Queensland or things happening up there in Queensland. You can do some very clever things with dynamic content insertion, and it's uh, well worth uh, well worth uh, having a look at. Um, and that's it from me. Um, so I'm very happy to go diving into the uh, into the Q and A uh, session afterwards. If you've got questions and stuff about what you've seen, um, or you've got any uh, comments that you want to uh, jump into the uh, into the uh, comment box uh, here as well, then that's uh, absolutely cool. Um, but uh, please do please do subscribe to Pod News. It's free and it's at podnews.net. Thank you for your time today. I hope that was good. Thanks.
This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com